DKIM, the most confusing of the three authentication mechanisms explained in plain English. Of the current email authentication mechanisms, SPF, DKIM, and DMARC, DKIM seems to be the most confusing for people. This is why we offer a human-powered DKIM checker. Contact us for a free DKIM check. What is a DKIM selector? What are the DKIM tags? How does one create a DKIM record? Is there a good DKIM record generator? Here is a plain English explanation of DKIM and a breakdown of the anatomy of a DKIM record. DKIM, which stands for Domain Keys Identified Mail, is one of the three major authentication mechanisms which help to protect email receivers from accepting forged or spoofed email and which help to protect email senders from being spoofed. Without such authentication mechanisms, unsuspecting recipients of a spoofed email can be blinded to the fact that a legitimate looking email that seems to be from their banking institution is really a cleverly disguised phishing email that will steal their credentials and transfer all their money away. When email first became available to everyone, it was really pretty easy to spoof an email like this. About 20 years ago, concerned about this vulnerability in the architecture of email, two proposals took shape, Yahoo's domain keys and Cisco's identified internet mail. Both proposals were based in the use of public key cryptography, which in this context is a method that enables the author of an email to create a verifiable signature that allows anyone to verify that whatever was signed with that verifiable signature wasn't altered. Looking for broad industry support, in the mid-2005, a consortium of internet companies submitted to the IETF, or the Internet Engineering Task Force, the draft for the Domain Keys Identified Mail, DKIM, specification. DKIM evolved from the works of Yahoo and Cisco and kept backwards compatibility with the original domain keys published data so as to ensure an ever-increasing adoption rate. Since then, DKIM has been supported by the largest ISPs and mailbox providers who regularly include its authentication results in their mail processing workflows and, importantly for you, in their inbox placement and spam filtering algorithms. In conjunction with DKIM, something called ADSP, or Author Domain Signing Practices, was created to allow for a mechanism to signal to the receiving ISPs and inbox providers that they should expect to see a DKIM signature from the sender. As DKIM.org explained it at the time, Author Domain Signing Practices, or just practices, consist of a machine-readable record published by the domain of an author, which includes statements about the domain's practices with respect to mail it sends with its domain in the from line. As you may have guessed, although it's okay if you didn't, we get that a deep dive into this stuff isn't everyone's cup of tea. ADSP has been absorbed into and replaced by DMARC. How exactly does DKIM work? DKIM takes advantage of public key cryptography, hence the K in DKIM. Public key cryptography uses a pair of keys to perform its magic. One key, the private key, 
is kept safe by the administrator of the email author's email server. It cannot be shared in any way because whomever has this key will be able to sign email messages on behalf of the author. In other words, it allows them to claim to be the author who actually holds that private key. For example, if someone got hold of the DKIM private key for isipp.com, then that person could send out email claiming to be from isipp.com. This would essentially be stealing ISIPP's email identity. And this is why organizations must be very careful about how their private DKIM key is stored. The counterpart to the DKIM private key is the DKIM public key. The public key provides anyone with the means to verify that a signature made with the corresponding private key is valid and that the DKIM signed contents haven't been tampered with. As its name implies, the public key is, well, public. This means that it can and should be disseminated as widely as possible. To publish and disseminate the public keys, DKIM uses DNS. This means that any party that wants to validate a signature can easily find the public key in the sender's DNS records. Note that when DKIM is deployed in conjunction with domain name system security extensions, or DNSSEC, the combination of DKIM plus DNSSEC provides a very strong mechanism to protect against spoofing. And so this is considered best practice for organizations such as financial institutions that are likely to be spoofed. DNSSEC also uses public key cryptography as well as creating a chain of trust to confirm the ownership and contents of a DNS record. However, even with DNSSEC, DKIM is an effective authentication mechanism. When an email sender whose email sending system has DKIM set up hits send on an email, their email sending program calculates a cryptographic signature using their private DKIM key. That cryptographic signature is inserted in the outgoing email header and the message is then sent on to the recipient. At any point along the way, any of the email servers through which that email passes can validate that signature using the public key, as can, of course, the receiving system at the other end. If any part of the message covered by the signature seems suspicious, the signature won't validate. This means that spoofed email won't authenticate because it does not carry a valid DKIM signature. Using DMARC, it's possible to tell the receiving system what to do with email messages like this that don't pass validation. Typically, you would tell the receiving system on the other end to reject a non-validating message. Our printed version of this article includes instructions for setting up DKIM. If you'd like to see those instructions, or if you'd like to review this article, go to blog.gettotheinbox.com.